Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Midnight Blues and Other Musings. I'm Nilla, and I'm joined with Cece. Cece, how are you doing? I'm doing so well. It's been a long, long time. The last time, to put in context, last time we recorded an episode of the podcast, um, Russia was still allowed to compete in the ISU. Obviously, still not the case. It's been a good good two months since we've recorded an episode since the end of um, the Olympics. Mm -hmm. A lot of things have changed in skating since then. Some retirements, um, we had worlds, we had junior worlds, and now we're officially at the end of an entire Olympic quad. Mm -hmm. Um, Oh my god, it felt so long. I, I could not be happier that it's over. I can't even remember like the fact like the the Olympics only happened about two months ago. And it feels like it's been a century since I last watched skating and I only wa- I only like really caught up on junior worlds very recently so it 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 truly feels abnormal to be following skating right now but I will say this was a, a blessing and so splendid to watch junior skating might be my favorite thing right now they oh my god these skaters are little babies they are just so cute and there's something very refreshing because there are no Russian skaters here, right? And like the case with most Junior Grand Prix, Junior Grand Prix final and Junior World, you will have a Russian skater who will fall four times on like, you know, four different quads and like their coaches will look very upset at them in the kiss and cry, yet they'll still come out at like in first place with like PCS of like 1.5 billion. And then you'll have like a girl from Belgium, a girl from Japan who skated a clean program uh, come in in like fourth or fifth place with like, exceptionally like lower scores so this is really awesome to see I think me and I can speak for Cece in this and that we really enjoyed junior worlds yeah I I was talking to Nini before this and I was like I think the absence of the Russian skaters was more obvious at junior worlds versus worlds because worlds you know post Olympic a lot of retirements you know it's usually a bit of of a quieter event Um, but junior worlds traditionally you know you have three entrances in every um Russian every discipline and I mean four years ago a Russian won every single discipline in junior worlds um so we're definitely in a different time now and I honestly really like it it's great to see a lot of you know skaters that we like you know would normally be in that second group you know being in the first group and having the chance to really fight for podiums and placements um like especially in ladies like I love um the, the Belgian girl Nina she's awesome she's my new obsession um you know all three of the Korean girls getting into the final group like uh uh Se-yung would have not been in the final group if the Russians were here assuming they all went you know in top three or whatever but yeah it's it's um uh, it's like we're in a new era of figure skating almost and I'm honestly pretty excited like I think this is awesome um we saw a lot of new faces too that I probably to be honest would have been less like cognizant of not because they're not good skaters, just because there are Russian skaters. Like, honestly, I'm less inclined to kind of watch every single skater if I'm not watching it live, right? But like now, like I saw so many, you know, I saw so many names, like people were talking about on Twitter and I actually like sat through and watched everyone. And I was like, welcome to so many new lovely skaters like Nina Petrokina from Estonia, um, Nina Pinzarone from Belgium. And- Caleb two Ninas. (laughs) <laughs> yeah and Arafazetta from Italy um my friend so uh Aurora is a really big fan of her she is so good um I was telling uh I was telling uh Cece before this I really really like Rion Sumiyoshi she's so cute 
So like, so loved her mo- short. I loved her short program. I mean, I it don't was- like, I do not like Tracy Mallard, but so so good. But her short program is so cute, and there's something so lovely about it. like I don't know junior skaters. I think they do a good job with that program. And also, um, her costume was so beautiful. The silhouette was just gorgeous. Uh, also, obviously, GI wasn't too familiar with her before. Uh, the, oh my god. Again, I was telling Cece this, she is a little baby. She is so cute. She's only 14 years old. Such a lovely skater. Her, did you like notice her arms after her triple flip? And the, really good like, carriage. Like did some like, oh, it looked so nice. After, oh, so such a cute skater. Everyone is really good. Everyone is lovely. No, it's awesome. So I guess we should start with ladies. Yeah, why don't we? Oh my God. So Isabella Vito, the woman of the hour, obviously you know really made an impression this year on her junior grand prix made the junior grand prix final incredibly impressive got third at nationals no small feat considering the depth of the american field this year competing for that olympic spot you know she beat out um Alyssa and amber for that like like national bronze medal um and you know had an amazing short program led had that free program, you know, on one junior world. I think this is like a really great momentum for her going forward. You know, she did everything she needed to do in juniors. I think she'll move up to seniors next year with Lindsay, but I love Isabeau. She's her skating skills, her extension, her knee bend. Like, I just think she's just so talented and I'm so excited. Like, I love her programs like so much. Like, yeah, I'm so excited. Yeah. I've seen a lot of people make the Sasha Cohen comparison with Isabeau, and I, I do agree with it because Isabeau has that sort of loveliness and refinement without necessarily having those, like, you know, really exceptional skating skills. They're not bad by any means. The Sasha's definitely were, you know, I mean, Sasha also had a very illustrious career. Like, and like, I, I, do, I really like her a lot, but there's this sort of loveliness that both of them have, and I really enjoy Isabeau's skating. Yeah. Obviously, she's a program was considerably overscored it did feel like it was like you know that score already sort of you know they had sort of already come to the conclusion that they were giving her that without actually watching the short program but nonetheless beautiful free skate lovely skater very happy for her um it is always nice to see the matchup between Isabeau and Lindsay Thorngren because like the the two Yulias they do have that rivalry so it's always interesting to see and um conclusively Isabeau has come out on top um this whole season and I think uh, for good reason I think that Isabeau has developed very well in both um, program components and like her technical elements Um, there's been like good progression throughout the season Um, Lindsay too uh, I was asking Stacey if she noticed any sort of like progression with her skating and for me personally I think definitely there has been um, improvement I know she's been working with Benoit and while there's not sort of this expression on her face I do think that there's this sort of like more expressive quality about her skating um you know program components now and also her jumps are very they have like Cece said this this airy quality I love Lindsay's jumps I think she had the best jumps like in terms of her like air position her carriage yeah. in and out of them yeah. I thought she had the best jumps like aesthetically like I would have given her the highest GOE um out of any girls and probably like the top like five or whatever 
Um, I thought Lindsay did a great job. I think I have to say though, you know, after the girls have been winning the competitions the last 10 years, I think we can never complain about Isabeau's skating skills. Come on, we have like Anna Sherbakova winning the Olympics. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, no, we, we gotta get Isabeau that government assigned technical coach. Mm -hmm. We're gonna get her to get those jumps rotated in the air. We're gonna not, we're gonna keep her far, far away from Tammy Gamble. She can't even go near Tammy Gamble. No, Lindsay, amazing. I think she's improved so, so much. Yeah. I think, I think Lindsay, you know, might have felt a bit, bit discouraged, like nationally in the last like couple of years, you know, always been that like fourth, fifth at nationals. Um, nationals, that's a big deal. Olympic. But, yeah, but no, I think she did fantastic. I think this is awesome. I think she should also move up to senior. I think there's no reason why they should be staying behind. Alyssa's retired. Yeah. Um, Brady is kind of a non-factor going forward, it seems like. Yeah. Um, Audrey Shin is having a lot of struggles. Karen is retiring. Yeah. Amber has always had a lot of struggles. I think the field is wide open. I, I'm assuming Mariah is retiring. Yeah. I mean, I, as you know, she's a she, she's a hag at 25, according <laughs> to the New York, according to every single outlet. Yeah. Um, so I think it would be, I think this is a great opportunity for them to move forward. And yeah. I think this is kind of the greasy um, Ashley that people like, 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 you know, rivalry they wanted to have, except our coaches actually have a rivalry. But yeah, I love Lindsay and um, um, Isabella. I was so happy to sit there both on the podium because I think they both skated really, really well. And it was kind of, um, I think this would have gone a little, a lot differently though, if um, the junior grand prix final had happened. Yeah. I think Isabeau would have probably won by a larger margin. And I think Lindsay would have not been as much as a factor. I think not having the Grand Prix final really, um, you know, made junior worlds kind of like a reset for everyone. Like these judges haven't seen these skaters since what the middle of September, Yeah, beginning of October. Like it's almost been like four or five months, and, you know, well, you see, you see them at nationals and stuff, right. but you know, like it's different. Yeah. Well, the thing is, did the Junior Grand Prix cancellation come after Russia was banned from Russian band? It came before, right? Remember, it happened in um, December when Japan was doing with Omicron and it was pretty bad. Right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And then Russian band right. came in beginning of March. Yeah. But I think, the also, Russians, uh, I think the Russians have been here. I think Isabel would have been third. Okay. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, also, out of the U.S. skaters, I'm a really big fan of Claire Sayo. I've been a fan of her um, since Junior Nationals. She's such a lovely skater. Like, such a cutie pie. And she just has, like, lovely – her skating skills, she kind of reminds me of Marin in terms of that, like, lovely, buttery skating, um, but, like, doesn't really put it together technically. Um, but she's still very young. And I really hope she stays in juniors because I want her to win Junior Nationals. No, she needs to stay. And the field is definitely wide open. I – do you recall like like there are a few people like Mia Kalen that's like one person who I know like will probably excel next season like in the you know junior domestically but definitely field is wide open for Claire so I hope she capitalizes on that I hope she capitalizes it also on the junior grand prix circuit I'm sure she will um yeah wishing her the best of luck um junior grand prix circuit without the Russians is going to be really weird but I'm excited for it I'm excited I know. for it I said Claire I need to stay I we, like, what is Joe Biden going to do about Tammy still coaching? We need to get her out of you, as I was Like, that you can clearly see the same problems Karen has at, like, 22 yeah. in Claire Sayo, a 15-year-old. I'm like, mm -hmm. what are you doing? Same but 
Sophia Frank's Kiss and Cry like a jump scare to the nth degree? Like anytime I see her, it's a jump scare. Because why is she coaching literally everyone from like any, like every single country, every federation? She is the junior ladies. Um, she's the gabois of junior ladies. <laughs> so bad for them when they go become seniors. Um, <laughs> let's talk about Gia. the Korean late the Korean ladies. So they went second, fourth, and fifth, right? Did Sayoung get fifth or Sayoung was fifth? Good. Awesome. Awesome. She is my favorite Korean, like, you know, younger Korean lady. So I'm a little upset by how she performed this weekend because she's my favorite one. I loved her in juniors. I think she was on the junior Grand Prix in 2019 when she had that gorgeous, um, she had like the green dress program and then the white and the purple. So pretty. Mm -hmm. Um, loved her programs that year. Sometimes she didn't do that well. But Gia, obviously, super young, super, she got second at Korean Nationals this year. When she turns senior, it's going to be very interesting. Mm-hmm. Like, and she can go, she can go to senior worlds because um, you've got Young, you've got Haiyan, you've got Yilin, you've got Gia. Um, I mean, Ashun or, or, or Sanyoung could definitely play a role. And those are like, I think would say the five mm-hmm. girls five, six girls that are like, you know, mm-hmm. playing the most factor. Mm-hmm. I, I think Yinsu is going to get two Grand Prix this year because n- none of the Russians Maybe opens up. Right? I mean, she's so, she hasn't retired yet, but, uh, and she has the minimum scores. Um, I was looking in dance the other day. I was looking at the skaters best list from this year. And we're going to see a lot more skaters that we're not really used to seeing on the Grand Prix at the Grand Prix because there were so many Russian skaters like in these seated lists yeah. that it just yeah. like, opens up so much of the field. Like so many of the like American ice dance teams you like only see at like nationals are going to be getting two Grand Prix. Like I think Peyton Bai could get two Grand Prix, oh, um, nice. and like Molly and Yugor and stuff. But so that's I think Yunus is going to get two. But what was your take on the Korean ladies at Ngia? Oh. Loved Gia. Oh, Gia is so lovely. Also, I love her little flower hair piece in her La Bohem um, short program. I don't love La Bohem or anything, but I think she's such a lovely skater that I really enjoy. Also, her costume is so cute. Um, I She is just such, oh, she just has such a beautiful quality to her skating and her jumps are so airy. I really enjoy her skating. Um, I thought it was like interesting. She was actually like second at like in the, in the, at Korean like nationals, like in the senior. Um, oh, she was second after the short program and like fourth after the like free skate so she ended up being in fourth like um ultimately and she was like the 2021 I thought she got second at the end (laughs) that's very yeah it was definitely second after the short program yeah and then she was a one um korean junior champion yeah so i am like embarrassed i don't really know enough about like i I really wasn't too familiar with her before this but yeah i mean she won like she was sixth at uh she was sixth at Junior Grand Prix Slovenia and third at Junior Grand Prix Poland. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, I know. Um, Gia did amazing. I think it's like definitely super encouraging to see, you know, this investment that KSF has paid into their skaters really paying off. Um, and I think they're able to see it in more like concrete metals because in the past, like, that probably would have not happened, you know, like, I think Gia is the first, like, ISU medal for a skater since, like, you know, Yuna, like, which is crazy, um, so, yeah, 
totally insane. I really liked, um, so Ashton was started after the short program. Yeah. yeah, unfortunately didn't really have the best free program. And I think Lindsay was a bit stronger in her jump. So she got bumped down to fourth, but I still think like, I think both Ashton and G will be in juniors next year. And so I think that's definitely, they're gonna play a role in the junior Grand Prix. That's why I'm not like too concerned with, you know, this was kind of like a trial year. And I think Gia is so young too. Like she can't even go to seniors yet. And like she, if the rule passes, won't be able to go to, I mean, she'll have to move up next year mm -hmm. um, and be super young. Cause we have the ISU Congress in a couple of weeks. I think they're gonna do the rule. I think it's right now it's proposed for 17, but I have a hunch it might be like, I, I wonder if they're going to move it up to 18. So it's like, no one is a minor. Right. Um, yeah. Because that was the whole problem with Camilla is that she was a minor. I know Anna was 17 and like, it would have been okay. She was considered an adult, right. but I wonder if they'll do it 18 because 18 is like pretty much like the internationally, like legally accepted age of like, you are an adult and have your own autonomy and your decisions or you theoretically do. Um, but yeah, and then Seoyoung, my favorite Korean lady here, did not do very well. She had that awful free program in that fall and the double axle at the end, but it was going so, so well. I was very upset. What are your thoughts, Snee? Her short program was so good. Her short program was really, really good. You guys can't see. I'm like tearing up right now. Like I'm like getting like... I really like her nails. They matched her costume and the free skate. That's all I can say about the free skate. Yeah, um, the free skate. Unfortunately, not because, you know, it was not good. It was a little It was disaster. bad. It was bad. It was bad. That's all there is to say about it. It was yeah. bad. Uh, like I said, I do think that I personally think it should have been, the title should have been given to Gia. I'm going to be honest. What do you think? I know I liked I liked Isabeau so much more. I think Isabeau I think Isabeau is like has so much more like zhuzh to her and like I'm not that worked up by the end of the day because Isabeau's gonna go to seniors and she's gonna be in juniors. Plus Isabeau had like way more momentum. Like she qualified for the junior grand prix final. Like she was probably gonna be that top five six at junior worlds no matter what happened just because she qualified and she won a junior grand prix. Um, you know got that third at nationals. She did everything she was supposed to do and she was rewarded for it. So I'm not mad that she won. I think she deserved it. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm not like too mad about it or anything. I'm, I really, I have always really liked Isabeau. Also, Ariana is a very big fan of her and she's kind of the one who I think, at least like our friends and stuff, like I feel like she's the one who kind of like introduced everyone because she kept on saying, she kept on making the Sasha Cohen comparison. No. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah I think no, I, I have to say, Ariana got me into Isabel. She would like always post the videos. I'm like, oh, like, like, yeah, like yeah. all this, like this girl, she's so tiny, but she's so good. Like yeah. she's so like, in like she's very like, I don't know how to describe it, but she like, oh, also I'm gonna say, Lindsay and Isabel, because American ladies have not traditionally had good posture. I was like shocked at how good their posture was in their carriage. I was like, they have been putting these girls in their ballet classes. Like I was shocked. Cause like, oh my God, Mariah and Brady have like the worst posture known to man. And I was just like blown away at how good their posture was. Probably like one of my main takeaways in terms of American. Yeah, USFSA, the big winners of the Russian, um, I guess, suspension. They meddled in yeah. every discipline. 
they meddled in every discipline at actual worlds and won two events and they won three events here like yeah they are sitting pretty yeah because they're also second in like the in terms of like the, the, the federations you have that like political momentum right now it's like jsf it's usfsa above jsf 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 because jsf has never really capitalized on the i, I feel the right skaters who kind of deserve, i agree you know when when they they politics so much for shoma even though that's that's not a skater who i necessarily think should get all that you know politicking but usfsa has been very i feel very very smart this junior worlds which is going to be so good for isabeau and Lindsay when they become no they played smart like they gave and they also gave Ilya like that huge ass lead yeah like they why i think usfsa is the smartest federation is that they in the past four years they were not always like this they're i would have to say they've had the best development in the past four to like six years or so they have been developing the right skaters for like their ice dance development is insane. Like no one other country, maybe besides Russia, had more ice dancers competing. They've had, they've been, you know, sponsoring the right ladies. You know, they had, I mean, Ting didn't really work out because she had a lot of injuries. Um, but, you know, they couldn't have predicted that. But Isabel and Lindsay, they both invested in them pretty significantly and it's paying off. Um, pairs, they've recruited all those like Russian pairs and those Ukrainian pair skaters. And um, you know, now that everyone's retired, it's like really coming into handy. Um, I said that after like 2014 or so, like USFSA, like I've like said, like they, they really started to ramp up their development. And I think, as I said, it takes eight years for a development scheme to kind of like come into fruition. I said, said this with KSF, like they probably started in you know, 2011, 2012 or so. And they're really seeing it in their ladies skaters now. Um, you know, a Terry and Samba 70 took like eight years to get to the point where she was dominating every single competition and had the skaters to really win everything. Like if you want to do a good, like thorough development in skating, it takes two Olympic cycles to do so. And I think UFSSA took this and also really capitalized on that power vacuum and Took advantage of it um i would not be surprised if we see american skaters dominating the future so yeah um yeah i just want to talk about men now so we had Ilya winning the um whole competition which is awesome i really like Ilya. i think he's a great skater um i think he's really funny i think his technique is amazing um, so I think I was really happy for him to win. And I think he had the largest margin out of, you know, like any junior world's victory for men. It was something like 25 points I saw from skating scores, which crazy to me. Um, but I think this really sets him up well. Um, he got fifth, I believe at, or no, he got ninth at, um, he got ninth at worlds. He was fourth at the short program. Um, and I mean, he got first at junior worlds. I think this really sets him up excuse me, very well for seniors, considering all of the U.S. men are retiring besides like Camden and Tomoki, I think, of the ones that, you know, top five, six at nationals, because Jason, certainly Vincent and Nathan are retiring. Um, I would not be surprised if we see Ilya as, you know, number one next year. So that was super exciting for that. And then super exciting men's competition. So Wellesley Chu was second after the short program, 
but unfortunately had that, you know, kind of stumbly free program. And I feel like that's very common with men. You know, you get the, the ordinals from the short program to the free program are never ever the same. And um, seeing Gogolev after a while, it's very, very, he looks, he's like so old now. Like he's like, what, like 16, 17? And he looks so old. How old is he? Because he was 15, he was, he was, no, he was, he was 17. He's 17 years old. Oh my God, he looks so old. I was like, is he 19 years old? Because he was, he was 13 in, 20, in 2018, right? When he won the junior grand prix final. With the little rat that's like, I am, I am just little and I have no job. And the rat is like speaking into a microphone. And there were a lot of memes that that's like St- St- Stefan. That oh, is like, yeah. that is not Stefan anymore. He is, he's, he's old. Uh, he's, he's like so six tall. feet tall. He's so tall. He's, so tall. he's probably like eight inches taller than us. No, more than that. Like 10 inches taller than us. Wow. That's crazy. Um, yeah. But I mean, like, so let's, that's, I mean, coming back from that, like that growth spurt and uh, injury. And yeah. honestly, to be honest, I thought he had retired and that he really would not skate again. I'm going to be honest too. I thought he was done for. I was like, you know, if, like, I was like, there's, there's no way, but you know, if there's one thing Roth is going to do, he's going to have his skater have a comeback. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the thing is, I really thought that his family just immigrated from Canada to like Los Angeles and just like decided to settle there. Stefan was not going to skate anymore. I thought he was still like skating with Roth under the guise, you know, like under the guise of still skating, um, which like my mistake, but also that's kind of just the reality of growth spurts, which we kind of see with like Ting, um, who, you know, you know, had not a growth spurt, but just sort of a lot of struggles. And oh, yeah. so, honestly, good for her though for living her life. That's why she's at Middlebury, which is really awesome. Living her best life, as she, as she should, like on the collegiate level, which is awesome. So, um, Stephen was still fifth, which I think is is admirable after that comeback. Um, also, uh, major win for Kazakhstan, like major win for Kazakhstan. Oh my God, that was like What's so happening? heartwarming for me, like. I don't know, the Kazakhstan Fed has been through a lot in the last like four years or so. And I am just so happy that they like, you know, had this win. Like, I'm so happy for them. And I'm hoping Kazakhstan applied again for 2030 Olympics to Winter Olympics to host. I hope. Oh, that'd be so amazing. Oh my God. That would be scenes when elizabeth turns by eva like see the torch oh that'd be amazing <laughs> um really really like shader of skating um i i think his like free skate uh i told c2 that it reminds me of music that you play to a baby to like make them smarter happier and cc was like coco melon coco melon is that, is that what it's called it was like teletone music Coco Melon? Is it Coco Melon? Coco Melon? Oh, I don't know. Uh, parents don't like let their babies watch that show, right? Because it's supposed to be really bad for the kid. Something like I, that. I don't know. I don't have children. But I'm not really, I'm not really up to I'm not really up to date on what's best for the parents. Oh my god, but I've been obsessed with those TikTokers that are observing like mommy bloggers that have like accounts mm. for their kids and like yeah. who the who the audience really is for that. And I'm like yeah. I'm, I'm very deep into that whole conspiracy see i mean 
I don't, you know about like Mia, like M- Mia Knight or Maya Knight or whatever. She has those like two twins, Scout and something. And her babies, unfortunately, I mean, it's a case for like most children, like if they're posted on like public social media platforms, like unfortunately when you do like garner a big following, like really disgusting people out there will. When I have kids, I'm never posting them on the content. Yeah. They will be, they will, if you know me, you will receive pictures of them and that is like it. Like yeah. I'm like there's this woman and she has like and there's this like guy he's like he's like a dad and he runs like a dad podcast and he would like like he and his wife used to have accounts for their kids like just had the usernames didn't post anything and the audience like for those like things was something like 90% male like and it was like he was like this is like this is why like if you are a parent and you have an we're posting your kids on the internet for the world to see like don't like this is like what who's out there looking at your kids posts um and also like suddenly veer into the subject of like pedophiles and like fa- and like family bloggers from skating but I've I'm like I am like not a big part, like fan of like social media in general um especially when it's like connected to my public identity if that makes sense mm-hmm. um but yeah that was like I've been learning about that on TikTok the last couple of days and it's very scary. Um, I'm really happy that my mom, like, my mom, like, never really got into Facebook. So, like, no pictures of me were, like, ever posted anywhere that weren't, like, that weren't, like, a Shutterfly album that was, like, shared with our family or whatever. I don't know. It was, like, makes me grateful that my parents also hate social media. Yeah. There's something very, like, unethical, too. If your whole platform revolves around the popularity of your little baby children, like, these mommy accounts have 8 million followers. And if you take away the baby and the child, no one like, and this is like, even for like someone like me, who's like, I think the baby is cute. Like, I think babies are adorable, right? Like, I don't watch these people because like of the mom's contact, like they will use the babies as like the main source of entertainment. But unfortunately, there's a very dark side to that because very horrible, horrible people use the content in those videos to do very horrible things. And I am also deep on that side of TikTok where people are like, it is like honestly inconsciousable like to like put babies on these platforms. Like even on like Facebook, yeah. you don't know who is consuming this sort of media outside of, especially like, I know for, I know like for like, you know, most people I know, like if you have a, like if you're like mutual friends with someone, like you can see every, like all of their stuff on their Facebook, right? Mm-hmm. Like nothing's private on social media. And I don't know. Especially and, Facebook. You really have to go out of your way to make your Facebook yeah, private to yeah. only people that you're friends with. Like, yeah. you really have to go out of your way. Yeah. Because um, I had to privatize my Facebook for something, and they had to give us, like, detailed instructions. It's very difficult to do for mm-hmm. Facebook. Um, like, it's not like Instagram, where it's, like, turn on or turn off. Um, right. I think it says a lot about Facebook, if it's really hard to make it private. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was, like, yeah, no, I think, like, a lot of these, like, like I was just saying, like, in, like, 10, 15 years, there's gonna be a lot of stories of, like, children that are, you know, coming out and saying, like, I didn't consent to any of this, or, like, talking about what they went through with their parents, like, I think it's gonna be a lot of what we hear, like, with child actors, in terms of, like, them, I mean, like, Brady Spears is an example, like, she was her family's sole income for a long, long time, and they really relied on her to survive, um, like, I mean, like, Millie Bobby Brown is one example. Um, I think of more child actors, but I can't think of any that are, like, 
fall under that umbrella. I think a lot of them are in like the 2000s and stuff. Macaulay Culkin too. The oh one. yeah, Macaulay Culkin is that's like a big person, big name. He's a big one. That's clocking in the background. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Um, third place. Uh, sorry for that tangent. Honestly, though, I think that was a good discussion that we had. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, Tatsuya Tsuboy uh, contained in third. Such a lovely, so good, so, good. so his good. jumps. Oh my god, okay. his jumps are so good. Oh, I am so excited. I hope that he beats Shoma next year, and we can have him and Yuma and the battle of the best. We can have the best, like deepest event. Mm-hmm. oh my god his knee bend his edge quality oh everything is so good about his skating I'm a big fan I'm his newest fan um was they true like fourth place in the free skate but still like overall like I really like Leslie always also, the bride's to, never the bride <laughs> didn't he go to like the Olympics like really last minute as an alternate and I'm yeah because he got third at nationals and he yeah. was gonna be like if Keegan could not pass his COVID test what Wellesley went with them to Pyeongchang and he was about to like if if Keegan was not able to get into China like Wellesley Chu would have taken Olympic ice for Canada which is crazy to think about that whole Keegan situation is like such a fever dream in retrospect like he was really like put on a plane like something like 20 hours before the free program started and went directly from the airport to like the drug program like I think that's the same to me yeah um also Cal Poor thing. Um, why, why was he at Junior Worlds? I don't know why. Yeah, I was going to say, I was going to say something later, but I think JSF wins for um, most unproductive yeah. fed. You know, they, you know, every other fed during the year, you know, while JSF was doing niche, they were putting in the work, putting in the hours, politicking. Um, only one medal this year. Not that they like are particularly a threat in dance or pairs, but I think if they had, you know, their ladies, I think there were a lot of complaints about who they chose to go to Junior Worlds. Um, they obviously didn't have them compete in the Junior Grand Prix, no Junior Grand Prix final. This was the first junior competition for a lot of these skaters this year. Um, I mean, hopefully JSF takes the opportunity to, you know, kind of focus on the bigger picture and less on the regional conflicts. Um, but I think that, you know, how was 20th in the short program? He was so injured. Like, I know. why was he there? Like, why did they send him there? Why didn't they get an alternate there? Like, it's not like they didn't know he was injured. You should not be allowed at junior worlds. And it's hard for me to say that because I do think that that eliminates a lot of opportunity for like smaller federations, but you have someone who is, who represents Japan, which is obviously a very large federation, a powerful country in skating. You, I feel like there's like, I don't know. What do you think about that? I mean, I think you can like send whoever you want. And like, I think Japan has, has to accept the consequence. I think they only have two spots for men next year. Um, I mean, it's just the same as like, you know, Vincent um, barely making it out of the short program last year at Worlds and you know Nathan did win though so they got to they have so they had to qualify that third spot through Nebelhorn which um Vincent did do um I think that just JSF needs to pick their people better like in terms of who they send um I know they have that 13 year old Mao Shimada I think is her name um who's you know going to be the next big thing in Japan um 
but it reminds me a lot of like Rika and how they were like counting on her to win worlds and counting to do all these things and then she didn't do anything and her career since 2018 has kind of taken a nosedive um but yeah the I don't know why they made Cal compete like that was like and also like well like also Wakaba has like her shin stress fracture and she skated through it and she obviously didn't do well at, didn't do as well as hoped at worlds and I mean it's no wonder why like people are injured but I feel like people like um like it's a very normal thing to do for the injuries like not just in skating but just like in life like people don't have like foresight or like I don't know like you you live with the body you have for the rest of your life and I think a lot of people forget that sometimes people in my sport do a lot and it's really sad to see like the stuff they kind of have to do to get through every day um and I'm sure it's like just the same if not like worse than skating just because of like how young you are and how like skating is really much a sport where you have to like do things now otherwise because it is such a young sport and how things are gonna go but yeah no the injuries are in the last couple days we had cow and I mean Wakawa is just very sad yeah um who else um men there was that American kid, Liam, I think is his name. Liam Capetes. Yeah, he was like in the in the in the in the final group of the free program, but he didn't do that well. Yeah. I, don't think, I don't think he has a quad. He reminds me a bit of Jason Brown and the fact he doesn't have a have a quad. I think he fell on his triple axle too. Yeah. Very, very Jason Brown with him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um he's 17. Oh, he was a US junior bronze medalist in 2020. Um hasn't oh, interesting. Yeah. Do you can beat all the junior Grand Prix, man. Um, I can only find his regional. Yeah, let me. Sorry, let me look at it. No worries. Uh, he was at Riga. Um, in twenty nineteen. I can't find any other results. Maybe he was injured. Yeah, no, he was at a 2021 Cranberry Cup International in Norwood, um, and he was fifth in juniors, and he went to the Agna Spring Trophy 2022, mm. and he was third. I can't find anything else on his ISU page, um, and, like, he went to the Youth Olympic Games in 2020, which is cool, um, but other than that, he doesn't, it doesn't look like he, he's had much, like, international success or, like, international presence since 2020, 2019, mm-hmm. um, so, yeah, he skated that- to Moulin Rouge. I know, Moulin Rouge. It always, it always hits. It always yeah. hits. Agnes Trophy reminds me of how KSF decided to send high in to four competitions in a month. Mm. She competed 10 times this year, in, 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 like 10 times, including her junior Grand Prix, her senior Bs, all of her, and all of her national competitions. And then of course, you know, four continents and worlds. So ridiculously irresponsible. The and now she's like injured. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, I wonder why. I wonder why. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, moving on to dance. Una so so exciting. I love every single person. I was so happy. Like I, you know, Natalie and Bruce always been fun. Yeah. You know, I just love and engage. It was such a good podium. Everyone did so well. I was so happy. Um, that Korean team, Hannah and is it it's is it Ye Kwan or Kwan Ye? I forget his name. 
but oh my god if they if Yaquan okay if Korea finds a Paris boy they got themselves a team for the team event like dead ass they were fourth in the free dance that's amazing that is they they were so good oh my god the free dance did you you see that did you see the the protocols for the free dance (laughs) they were ridiculous the scores that um jeffrey (laughs) jeffrey chen and katarina wolfskin got were absolutely ridiculous like and the way that um the canadians were hosed both canadian teams were hosed was actually like like shocking to me i was like you've got to be joking me right now um I am shocked about Nat and Bruce I'm not like I don't know I mean they've always been that number one team in Canada junior team since um Marjorie and Zach moved up like kind of like not always but they were kind of like oh like we're saying yeah, but Nadia and Peter were third and like Nadia and Peter have never necessarily had that like sort of same success that Nat and Bruce have had like both they've never had that sort of success no, like unfortunately um, yeah. I I like I like Nadia and Bruce more than I like Nadia yeah. and, and uh, um like we've we've interviewed Nadia and Peter. I know Nadia and Peter are my, are awesome. my favorites Nadia <laughs> ballet growing up um I know so I was awesome. so excited for them I was like especially because like they like you know had met like they like literally like have been in Canadian skating like two years like, right yeah three years so good I was like not like they barely scraped by to get to junior worlds right and then they got third so exciting I wonder I wonder if any of these teams will move up to seniors. I don't know if they will, considering certain people in Canadian skating seem content to stick around. I think um, Nadia and Peter will. Nadia and Peter, I mean, they're the same age as Natalie and Bruce, though, so I feel like they'll move up together. For some reason in my head, Natalie and Pete, and yeah, maybe. Um, I think that Natalie and Bruce can definitely capitalize on the fact that there's no no Kognovsky and um Anglopole next season I know season. I, I don't know. know junior ice dance well yeah I think Una and Gage are gonna stick around because they're so like yeah Ari- I Ariana was saying this I love Ariana's curious cat I read it every day like the morning newspaper um she was saying like one they did win junior worlds, but they won with like very juniorish programs. Right. Um, like I actually hated both their programs this season. Like I didn't like any of them. I'm really happy they won because I love mm-hmm. Una Engage, but didn't like any of their programs. Um, very juniorish, they look very young. Una, I think is like 15 years old. And so I think, or I think she's 16 now. Um, like she's 15, 16, she's very, very young. And I think moving up to seniors that young in ice dance. And what would they be moving up for to be like seventh at nationals? Yeah. Like just like wait for people to retire and you'll be able to capitalize. I think I think the Browns are the most talented among any of the current ice dance teams in the US. Um I think wait, I think Jeffrey and Katarina will probably move up. I think I think they they're aging out, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, huge disappointment, like huge shock from them. They, um, she fell on the Twizzles in the short yeah. program, completely knocking them out of contention for the podium. They got fifth overall. Um, huge shock considering how they like, pretty much dominated the Junior Grand Prix. They probably would have been in the fight for the goal of the Junior Grand Prix final. They won Junior Nationals, um, I believe. I'm not certain on that though. And um, yeah, I personally don't really like their skating, so I wasn't too upset about it, but um, definitely... 
opened the opportunity for the Browns and they seized it. And I think, you know, life is all about the opportunities that you take and you seize mm-hmm. yourself. So awesome. shout out to the team from Cyprus, um, Angelina and Ilya. Um, I'm a really big fan of them. I think I discovered them a few months ago. I think when, like when everyone did. I really, really like them. I think they have a super bright future. They were eighth here um, after Angela and Caleb, the US team. So yeah, and also uh, the German team, um, Daria and um, Mikhail, they were fifth, which is awesome. So really great for federations who don't necessarily sick, like, you know, are, don't have a super strong like um, international presence um, in the senior level because like, oh, I mean, this is awesome. And it's the beauty of, right now Russians not being at junior worlds because right now they have a lot of momentum going to next season. Um, and yeah. Um, exactly. And yeah. I think junior worlds, I said this on Twitter, but like, I think junior worlds, like going on what I said earlier, it takes eight years for good development. And I mean, if you look eight years ago, that was pretty much when, you know, the IOC was like, we're gonna have a team event and that's an additional opportunity to get a medal. And when a lot of smaller federations really started to invest in their skating, I think Estonia is one example. I think Georgia is one example. Um, I think Korea is an excellent example, especially in their men's and ladies. And I mean, them getting Hannah and they're they're so good. That was such a get, like they just need a Paris team and they're like set. Um, I think Italy's been doing the same thing. They've been like, you know, really building up those pairs and stealing those lady skaters from other countries. Um, And I think it really showed at Junior Worlds in the diversity of the countries that were in the top 10. It was countries that you would not necessarily see, you know, a year ago, two years ago, four years ago. Uh, And it makes me really excited because I love the team event. And I think that a more competitive team event is like only good, is really good for the future of the sport because it's kind of like a little teaser of like, you know, every discipline competing and it's more like family friendly, I guess. And like everyone's supporting each other, you know, how people like to watch um, like, you know, the team event for gym versus like the individuals. Is, is it called a team event in gym or is it called something else? Um, yeah. Team event. And you have, yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. So you have individual, you, know, you have the individual like finals and you have like all around finals and then you have the team event, which like, I don't know. It's it's very fun to watch, um, and it's yeah, I, I really like the team event and figure skating because I think the more medal opportunities someone like, it's just more exciting and more development for the sport, and it's like super exciting for teams like Georgia who probably wouldn't get a medal like individual like you know in in the individual events. Um, so like seeing how Anastasia Gubanova develops and yeah, I no. mean their peers like Georgia is going to be a threat. Like, they are going to be a threat. I did, I did a little like thing. I think team event, this is just me guessing in yeah. the US. I'm just, I'm listening. They're going to be involved. It's going to be United States, Japan, um, it'll be Cyprus, Georgia, Estonia, Italy. I think France is going to make it. Actually, I don't know about France. I think Belgium's going to qualify, but not have a Paris or dance team again. Yeah. So probably it'll be the Czech Republic who replaces them. Um, yeah. And I, I think Germany, Germany has that dance team. Yeah. Very good. And they had that, that lady too. And I, their pairs are always quite good. Um, I think Germany is, um, you know, it's always been a solid like seventh, eighth in the team event, but yeah. That was, yeah, dance was, like, really fun. I think it's exciting for the future. Um, yeah. Speaking of dance, we had the new ISU ruling mm-hmm. about pa- the no pattern. 
really terrible for the sport. Interesting, but not surprising. Um, and I think the I think people are blowing the like choreograph like jump things out of proportion. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think what they're envisioning is like Tessa's like half axle like exit yeah. out of the goose, or like I think there was like a video where it was like the girl like I'm like demonstrating for me. The girl was like the guy was like holding her and she did a little like twist in the air yeah. and like and he was like going like this like I don't think the actually like, like side by side also like ice dancers can't jump ice dancers do I'm sorry oh, have you seen Scott's axle that that axle is like holding on holding on they do ice dance for a reason they're dancers for a reason they you don't worry they do not run the no like like the the, like the little little, like hot things like which honestly I think is fine I think it's like I think allowing them the opportunity to have more creative exits and choreographic like sequences because they don't have to have two blades on the ice at all times unless they're doing a twizzle can be really interesting because I really liked I actually really like the exit out of the goose where Scott like dips her, but the half, the, the one where Tessa jumps out is also very cool. Yeah. Yeah. So I think jumping. What? Oh, oh. oh, oh yeah. Tessa isn't even jumping. She's like stepping off his back, but they were like, that is a, that is an axle because you start, because you start forward when he picks you up and you jump off backwards. I was like, it's the People, half right off the goose yeah it, it, it's a half axle oh half axle the half axle because she starts facing this way like she's demonstrating whether sorry we're... like if scott is like right here yeah she is like has one blade is like her is on the ground and she like steps up and then she comes off like on this leg and she twists off yeah i'm like demonstrating how to do the goose yeah, you, you suck on that, Tessa Virtue. I got this front row experience. Yeah. Um, yeah. Also, I would just like to point out the fact that most ice dancers cannot do what Tessa Virtue did off the goose. So, like, don't worry, guys. You, we do not run the risk of seeing ice oh dancers doing like crazy jumps. It's just like choreographed stuff. Yeah, yeah. I, I think mean, it's interesting though. Someone brought this up. Like, they're like, "Oh my god!" Like, people, I think people are fear mongering a bit. Like, they're turning pairs into one discipline. I was like, you think those ice dancers can do a quad twist? Yeah. Have you seen how tall those ice dancers are? Yeah. <laughs> Maddie Hubble cannot do a twist. She cannot yeah. jump. She's yeah. too tall. Yeah. Um, but what the hell is the ISC going to do about pairs? They could barely, they had three groups at Worlds and they had barely four groups at Junior Worlds yeah and people are retiring like this is like I think the state of Paris is honestly a cause for alarm I think the ISU needs to all my I think the ISU needs to allocate money individually to the feds to increase their pairs uh, JFF like there needs to be so much more money going to that federation for the development of pairs because um I will say this pairs is actually my favorite discipline um pairs has always been very exciting for me I've never found it to be a boring discipline I find it way more exciting than um singles because I find it very innovative and I find it probably I found it more innovative before 2018 um just because of the rule changes and stuff and like I think junior world was also very exciting for pairs um just because of the mm-hmm. Georgian team but then no, you I also agree. take into consideration there were literally only 10 skaters in the free skate 10 pairs teams in the free skate it's pairs, it's it's getting grim yeah there was not a single Japanese junior like junior team in the like but so 
Yeah, so cause for concern. Speaking of pears, um, Safina and Berulava, they're so good. Like, they're so, so good. It's crazy. This has been their year, first in both the strip program and free skate. I think everyone's a big fan of them. Um, I really like their skating. I also, I like both the Georgian Paris teams, but like this is definitely like Karina and Lucas season. Um, it was like Anastasia and Hector, the um, Australian team that plays second, really cool to see. Um, yeah. because, um, Katya and Harley a few years where they won Junior Worlds and there hasn't been really much development with, um, I mean, skating in general, uh in like in, in australian skating hey um, put some justice on holly and jason's name oh i'm very sorry <laughs> put some put, put put some respect on their name um i'm really sad for smirnova and sianitsia um i really like them i think they have like a really nice little fan following fan they're gonna win they're gonna win u.s nationals next year like don't even worry don't even worry but but like um that Danilo he like is recovering from long COVID and he only got back on the ice I believe oh like my God, that's season. horrible um, well I'm not they're gonna be fine next season so I'm literally like fourth. not even worried yeah like so fourth really like awesome I'm very sad though because third in the short program was awesome but honestly like, just based on that scale like, it was very clear there was no stamina there Cece's currently flying up a bug sorry there's a bug in my room I've oh no what kind of bug it's a moth sorry okay it's like fine um, yeah, no, they're gonna like literally win senior nationals next year because there's no teams left. But this oh, means right. Ashley and Tim are gonna stick around, which I'm not super excited about. I really do not enjoy Ashley and Tim skating. Yeah, I'm not super pumped about that. Um, also, oh my God, Ashley's concussion uh, rolls. Mm. Second, second or third concussion we've seen publicly. I'm sure there's parents many are more. totally responsible for keeping her in that sport. Like, no, she should have never. Like, she is way too tall for Tim. Like, I I said this in private to someone, but I think the only reason Ashley was continued pair skating with Tim, considering they're way too short for her, yeah. um, is because her parents are their coaches. Yeah, like she like her parents are enabling this, and it's just like dangerous for Ashley and for Tim, like. Tim is like so slow on ice because they have to bulk up so much to support Ashley. Because Ashley's so tall. Yeah, um, yeah. She's, she's really and it's just hurting her. Like I don't even like her brain is probably like mush by now. Like I don't. Oh, even, I know. Yeah. Gotten at least two serious concussions in which there was like blood. Like she like actually hit her head and blood came out. Um, I know that like that happens with head injuries with a lot of cap- capillaries, but like still, um. Like, I don't know, it's just very, like, dangerous to watch that happen. So they're probably, they're probably going to stick around because every other U.S. pair retired. But I think um, the Smirnoff the and what's his last name? Sienitsia. Sienitsia are going to be on going to Worlds next year. I hope so. Plus, yeah. U.S. has U.S. has three spots like, next year. Yeah. And the Canadian team, Brooke and Benjamin, they were in third. Oh, my God. They were so good. Yeah. They were so good. Really? I am excited for them. And sorry, I'm like, I'm the names. This, the spinning out pair. Evelyn, Evelyn. Evelyn, Trent, Trent. Trent. Um, Trent. I would love to see them, like, form a little, like, Canadian, like, rivalry mentorship. The same way, yeah. like, KMT and Michael were with Evelyn and Trent. Yeah. Um. We never talked about this, but I am, like, so mad Vanessa and Eric medaled at Worlds. Like, literally beyond. Did you know that was Vanessa's first world medal? 
she never meddled with right, her yeah and um Morgan because her and Morgan remember, remember they flopped in the short program in 2018 yeah. when they were supposed to win yeah I remember that she like fell on the throw or something yeah um but yeah no I was like really mad about that when that happened that yeah. they meddled it's like great all the haters wrong yeah I was like I said something about like how like um god who's the Canadian high performance director's name Slipshuck yeah Mike Slipshuck I'm like I, I I tweeted like in February I was like Canada's literally gonna medal in Paris and yeah like, Slipshuck is gonna be like oh my god guys like you know Canada has accomplished so much this quad <laughs> meddling at worlds in 2020 2021 and 2022 we got fourth in the team event and I'm like you that was luck that was pathetic, luck. pathetic performance from Ugh. Canada the biggest losers UFSSA the biggest winner yeah like they started this quad like very like in a dark place mm-hmm. a very dark place their ladies had their worst performance in Beijing um you know pairs not looking great their men, Nathan just flopped at the Olympics. Vincent was like all over the place. They had no third guy. You right. know, dance, they were like, okay, we got like three teams. Ended the quad a very high note. Biggest, biggest winner. Them, I would say JSF. Like JSF got two medalists in Olympics at men's. So that's a huge mm-hmm. deal. And then Kaori won and Shoma won worlds. Yeah. And their pairs team. I think, I think they win for. I think it's so crazy that I feel like how undeveloped their other disciplines are. They got a pair at like fourth yeah. at Worlds. And I was like, oh my God, like they're, they're developing. Like this is such a big deal. Yeah. But I'm hoping they, um, I'm hoping that they invest more on the junior level into pairs. Yeah. And ice dance. Let's get, let's, let's get some ice dancers in Japan. We need some more people that are not, um, Tim Coletto and Co. Mm-hmm. and Mana and Die. Like, let's get some people that are under the age of 30. Yeah. Just for the future of the sport. I really like, like, I think Kana is an awesome skater, but like, man, we need young, we need young people. Yeah, love her. Love her, which is for Japan and Ice Dance, but like, girl is old, let her rest. Yeah. I'm still so mad I didn't go to the Olympics. Yeah. Um, in terms of, non like junior world's news um misha misha mitrofanov has a new partner audrey's going to ucla um he's skating with collier collier um very sad though that like audrey is not skating still with him but like it again it does open up the field for so many skaters because i don't know you never know how like new teams with like new partnerships are like gonna go like um there's like that mervin and yeah, how's Mervin's head doing? How is his Japanese? I was gonna say, how is his? What's the status of his Japanese citizenship? Can we like, mm. can we like export him to Japan? Yeah, I know. Um, good for Audrey though, retiring, going to Ukla. Um, that's what my family calls UCLA is Ukla. <laughs> um, and Mana moved Mia Hamada. Yes, Mia um, good for her to train with. Miyoko Higuchi, who was Shoma's old coach, which is like awesome. Very good. I thought him. Shoma's old coaches were really good for him. I thought they like they really trained him. Like 
he was like him. I think his work Jungle was so good like when he was with them like he yeah. he kind of yeah. pulled a miracle out of Beijing like yeah I don't know who um the coaches at Champery sold their soul to to Beijing but um yeah he did really well no um, yeah no I really like his old coaches they like they were working miracles on the day because they were like also his childhood coaches like I know, they were good Miyoko was kind of like it seemed like a maternal figure and again we don't you know we don't know like the ins and outs of like their coaching partnership but um his work ethic just seemed to be like a a Shoma problem like it wasn't because of yeah the, like it just seemed the like he fact was yeah. that Rika got injured because yeah. she got the same workout plan as Shoma they were okay. like oh it's fine but like Shoma didn't do his workout plan Rika followed it to a T so Rika overtrained herself yeah that makes me so annoyed like yeah did you see Marin wearing or Marin Marin wearing Shoma's um jacket I did she's Tr- possibly training in Champery, right? Yeah. My God, I don't. I don't even want to think about it. Um, moving on to some unfortunate news: Ari Zakarian, who is the vice president of the Armenian um, yeah. Federation, who's also um, Poshenko, um, Poshenko's manager, um, and also like if you have ever watched like FAIO, like or any like Japanese skating shows, like he is the one who orchestrates all like the Russian skaters being there. So yeah, he um he has confirmed that Russian athletes are going to be invited to the Armenian Open Figure Skating Championships, which is absolutely like horrible. I, they should absolutely be sanctioned. I know. ASU. They should. Um, he's literally he's literally going to get Armenia sanctioned. Like he's such a dumbass. Like, I also so on like an awful level of like you shouldn't be endorsing that. I don't know how it works on a logistical level. Like Ar- like they're not like it's it's Armenia it's Armenian national championship. You can't have skaters from another country competing at your national yeah. champion. It makes zero sense. Combined with all this though, like it's obviously horrible. Like there should no way be allowing them to compete. I think he's really asking for Armenia to be sanctioned from the ISU at a minimum if not like other diplomatic sanctions from other countries and it's not like Armenia is like in a position to be an enemy of the west right now just in a geopolitical standpoint because it is in a border with Russia it is in between Turkey and Azerbaijan two countries that are very close to each other and very against Armenia um Armenia is in a very dangerous geopolitical neighborhood so I think Aris Akari is a dumbass to be pulling shit like that yeah um it's like very idiotic too and it, it also i will say it just feels like ari zakarian is very much exploiting a country and a federation who is he actually armenian like or is he like just like a russian guy who is in, like who is like in charge of the armenian federation like what's the situation on that i i do not know he's a former skater um his name is ararat um, he might be like I've I've I, I've spoken to him once. You spoke to him? Yeah. What? <laughs> um, Wait, you have to tell this. I've never heard this story. Via like Instagram DM, and he didn't write in Cyrillic. He would write like Russian words in English. Oh, so, that's interesting. I mean, I I'm sure like he can write in Cyrillic and like can read, but he did like reply in Russian, but in like okay you know what I mean like not in like yeah I don't speak Russian so it doesn't make sense to me but I'm sure for other people it does (laughs) yeah 
Um, my my language skills are limited to English. No, mine are too, as, as noted by my pronunciation um, with like everything, even for like English words, my pronunciation fails me. Um, yeah, so uh, feels like he's really exploiting this federation who, yeah, mm, yeah. not good. Exploiting uh, a federation that doesn't really have a lot of like room to be like the bad guy, if that makes sense. Yeah, like... Armenia has also been through enough hardship and genocide and like years of like atrocity taking advantage of them in quite Such literally war between a country who is also being exploited in this case Ukraine yeah by a former like glo- uh, you know former global superpower I mean they you know they do have a large amount of hegemony I'm talking about Russia here but like it just feels very, I don't know, feels, feels very wrong, obviously, but yeah. Um, yeah. I hope someone shakes him and knocks some sense into him because he's going to get his federation blocked. Um, yeah, but there's no best. like reasoning with people like that, given like what happened at the Plushenko. Um, oh, I agree. But I mean, I think if you appeal to like, you can do this, yeah. but then we can't compete at ISU championships and then you don't have right. a job. Well, that's like the reasoning that a lot of like Russian, remember like Russian skaters, like they were essentially being like, they said that they were blindsided. Like I know Lisa Kukumushiva uh, mm. and like Aliona. Oh my God. Yeah, they said they were blindsided. And, like, I think, yeah. I gotta do what you gotta do for the public. So the ISU is like, you know, we, like in, you know, three, four years, like, they're evaluating who they're going to let come back. I don't think Russia's going to be. I would be shocked if Russia is competing in 2026. Oh, yeah. I don't think they're going to be competing anytime yeah. soon. Um, I would be, like, you know, got to have your alibis. Yeah. Got to have the story of your grandfather's heart medication ready to right, go. Yeah. Ready to go. <laughs> yeah. I mean, on the, you know, in, in other sports, like on the tennis front, um, Wimbledon. Oh, my God. Did you see that? Yeah, Wimbledon banned. I will say though, I saw that. You know, I will. I will be honest though. My opinions for other sports are a little different than my opinions are going to be for figure skating, just because. Um, I've seen sort of the Russian athletes in te- Andre Rublev. Like everyone saw that video of him saying "no war." Um, like on the. I camera. was surprised by his comment protesting the ban of the Russian athletes in. Uh, Most people are upset about them. Most tennis players are really upset about yeah, it. Yeah, I you know I'm not really I wasn't I was actually very surprised, but I was reading the Wimbledon like or tennis like Wimbledon Long Club's tennis statement it actually makes a lot of sense and I think from a political standpoint as well if you were England and you currently have sanctions against Russia um I don't think it's right and I I I read something like if a like Russian McDonald's worker is you know facing economic hardship for what's going on it's it's not really fair that a tennis player should be like getting accepted to that and I was like you know that definitely like persuaded me to decide like an individual sports are you know maybe a play I think also figure skating obviously plays a much different role in the cultural consciousness and like political like export yeah of Russia if that makes sense like like figure skating and Russian nationalism are so intertwined oh yeah that like they're in- inseparable where tennis like, is like an individual sport these people don't live in Russia they, live and they in, also like, they, yeah they don't live in like a you know the extent of them they live in like Monaco they live in yeah Dubai, Dubai. and like yeah. and they ha- and, and they trained elsewhere for like most of their life 
They're like, not as in, like, like in the Russian 16, They do not live in Russia. Yeah, like, like, Marie Sharapova and the Russia, like, moved to Florida, which was, like, 10 or whatever. Yeah. And it's not, like, the same, like, Sambo 70, like, you are born in Sambo, you die at Sambo, like, sort of, like, deal. But um, I'm honestly expecting that if the war continues until August, I don't think Russian players would be allowed at the U.S. Open. I definitely agree. I'm awaiting that. Yeah, because I just in general think that obviously one U.S. taking very hard stance on the war in Ukraine. Yeah. I don't think the Russian players would be very welcome either. Like, I genuinely think they would, if they were allowed to play, I think they would be treated horribly. And I don't think that that's necessarily fair, but I can see where the, um, where the emotions are coming from. Yeah, and and most of the people that like come to us open they're like wealthy people who don't necessarily follow the sport closely so they are probably going to be inclined to like give the tennis player like booze rather than people who do like follow the sport which is unfortunate but like cc said it is coming from a place of of anger even though we obviously believe in like obviously no russian like athlete should be booed unless they have done some really horrible shit as in like you know i'm giving the example of Evgeny Varilov or like victoria sinitsina and nikita Kozlopov who attended that horrible horrible rally like there's obviously yeah. a difference i think also like i was reading the Wimbledon thing and the like, guardian did a really good piece on it and they were saying like the British, the reason why it took so long is the British government was getting involved and they were like, you cannot have the image of a Russian athlete lifting the trophy at center court when we are currently in a war against mm-hmm. Russia. Like that's mm-hmm. just, I know, I think people are like, oh, like it's just an image, but like images are very powerful and mm-hmm. that would definitely be exploited by the Russian government. And I think mm-hmm. it's, you know, a lot is talked about about sports being a, a cultural war. And I think if this is a cultural war, you can't let your, let the enemy use anything against you. So if that means banning Russian athletes and tennis is in a very situation that they, they're individuals, you know, they're from a country, but they're representing themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that that's going to probably be the way it is. Um, did the French Open ban Russian athletes? I don't remember. Uh, I don't believe they have, no. Yeah, I'm not surprised. I don't think the U.S. will let them play, especially after the Wimbledon decision. Um, You know, they were individuals, like they were on, like, you know, like Olympic athletes from Russia in Indian Wells in Miami. But I don't think that that will fly for the U.S. Open, considering considering the British Lawn Club has already made that decision. And I mean, I don't think it's like, I don't know. I tend to agree with their decision. I think it's the right decision for everybody, if that makes sense. Yeah. I think it, I think in a way it's also um, not protecting the Russian athletes, but I think saving them from a lot of grief. Yeah. Um, and also Evgeny Rylov, who is um, Olympic champion um, swimming, he was banned uh, by the FINA. Um, the- really? Yeah, but, but for nine months, um, because they saw him attend the Putin rally that Vika and um, Nikita um, were I did not know that. Every single athlete who, you know, okay, it's hard for me to say this because um, Victoria listed, like, there are a couple gymnasts there who are minors who are at the rally, and it's, you know, they were very much exploited, um, but 
wouldn't be surprised if in gymnastics they were banned. Um, and I think that the IS, I'm very surprised that the ISU hasn't said anything about Vika. And uh, I mean, they're already banned, so there's probably no reason to say anything. Right, that's true. Like they, they can't compete. Why? Yeah, ISU has already it? like done. Yeah, done and dusted. I'm actually very surprised how radical yeah. figure skating has been in the context of other sports. Yeah. Like figure skating was like, you're done. Mm-hmm. You're done. Like did like was one of the first sports to like completely ban Russian and, and Belarusian athletes, um, which is very shocking considering the words figure skating and radical are not words that you hear together very often. But I was very surprised at the quickness of the ISU. Um, I suspect it may have been because, I mean, everyone in the ISU knows the cultural export value of Russia. They cannot have a Russian athlete winning worlds in yeah. two weeks when they know there's a war going on. Because, I oh, mean, yeah. I mean, also, I think I said this before, but I think whichever like figure skater or like Russian athlete messed up next after Camilla for doping was going to be really blasted to make an example out of them. And I think, and the next person ended up being all Russian athletes. And so I I really think that's what's what's behind, especially in the ISU, the very rapid and thorough, like total, like you are done, like you are not allowed to compete is because very, a lot of people were very upset and how the Camilla situation was handled, which was a farce. I think it was completely ridiculous on every single level that she was allowed to compete, that there was this whole, like, might not even be a medal ceremony. The fact no one in the team event has gotten their medals, so it's been two months. They probably will never get their, like, get their medals in, like, 10 years or something. Um, I think it's completely a farce. It's absolutely ridiculous, totally shameful. And I think, um, what might have partly inspired the quickness and banning of all Russian athletes. I think people in figure skating have been pretty tired with Russia, at least in the last couple of years. And I think um, the Russian figure skating paid its price for its hegemony eventually. Um, Cause like, I, like I, I, so have, have like, you know, Jim more. So I've like Russian and gymnasts and like rhythm gymnastics, like not been banned. Are they like still allowed to compete? I, I know they're not in season though. Mm, to be honest, I haven't been following. Um, oh, okay. I was just wondering. Yeah. Um, and I am like, I think like as most people should do like abstain from any sort of like Russian national streams. Um, yeah, but I don't think people should. Like, it doesn't matter if you submit from another source, you're still participating in. In the consumption like, of Russian media. And the consumption of Russian media, especially when you talk about it in public, like it's you're still like advocating their like as I said before like like sports is like a cultural war in a variety of ways and I think it's just something to really think about is if you know you really are for Ukraine and are against this invasion I think you need to think about how you interact with Russian media and Russian figures and think about you know what you're saying and how that you know indirectly or directly maybe in support of them and you know, the Russian government supported them as an extension. Mm-hmm. Definitely. With that, I think we're both going to peace out. I know it's late. Yeah, it's so late. I know this is what I, I haven't caught up in so long. Yeah. Um, I guess the next time we chit chat on this for the junior Grand Prix. Oh, no, Grand Prix assignments. We'll do Grand Prix Grand assignments. Grand Prix assignments. Like, it'll it's... be first week in July, probably. That's, that's when they were last year. Yeah. They were record from my birthday last year. Yeah. I hope we have some exciting skating news. I kind of miss like 
the timeline being bustling. I know. Uh, after the Olympics, though, I kind of needed a break. Like, it was uh, crazy. I, I, like, was, like, shut. I had, like, 500 followers in, like, two weeks. I was, like, I don't like being famous. I don't like being famous. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I, like, I've been using my Twitter. It's, like, a personal diary now. Like, today, like, <laughs> I'm baking iced lemon loaf, and it smells so good. Like, I will just say things, like, I, the Twitter is my personal, and I like to, like, perfume recommendations every day. Oh, my gosh. I have to show you, wait, the new perfumes I got. That's yes, tell me, tell me, tell me. So I got the solid Glossier U a couple months ago because they used to have it in the solid and then they stopped making it. I was like, I need it. Like, I love the U. It's very nice. So, and then I got the Sephora order and I used my Sephora points to get the Nest Golden Nectar. Ooh. <laughs> um, and it smells so good. It's Ooh, like, smoke. it's very like musky and floral. Ooh, if that makes sense. Nice. It's so good. And I love how it's like, it's a rollerball. And so it's a perfect like travel perfume yeah. because it's super small and it's rollable. Yeah. I hate the sprays. Um, and I, that's why I really like the solid perfume is it's not a liquid. So I don't have to worry about it spilling. Yeah. And what's awesome is you can buy the pans. So and it's like, it's like refillable. Oh, nice. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Very fun. All right. So thank you guys for listening to our episode. We hope you enjoy it. We're, it's nice to, you know, catch up. Um, and I hope you guys all have a great day. Bye-bye.